that, uh, there you go. Amen. What a beautiful day we're having. It's a special day, right? We get to come to church and we're all alive and ready to worship the Lord. It's, it's warm in here. Praise God. The sun, look at the sun. It's starting to shine today. Praise the Lord. And it's going to. It's bringing snow right in. Okay, no warring in church. No warring in church. <laughs> Don't they have the cooking wars and they have all these kind of war shows on TV? And now we've got the snow wars, the ones that want it and the ones that don't. But um, we'll take it all. I, I try to lay hold of and I try and embrace snow. And on the days that I'm really not feeling it, I just try to remind myself of the word that said, he washes us whiter than snow. Whiter. That's what the blood of Jesus does. Amen. And then I kind of can warm up to that snow and think about getting out there and making some snow angels or forcing Lonnie to build him a snowman. Oh, yeah, snow ice cream. That'll perk you right up. If you don't have the recipe, I'll tell you. We were way too poor to buy ice cream, but we, if, we, if it snowed, we got ice cream. My mama knew how to make that out of snow. Well, praise the Lord. What's the date today? December 11th, 2016. And on the 8th and 9th, things were happening to me. Um... Anybody having their little Christmas struggles around this season? We heard a few. We heard about issues. Um, And the Lord, the Holy Spirit told me he wanted to heal us today. So I want to tell you, there's healing in the house. And I want you to embrace his healing today. And he's going to be specific about it. And I love that what Norm said and what Barb uh, shared earlier this morning. I just wish everybody was here to receive this healing today. That's the only thing that's sad in my heart because we got a lot of people missing from these seats today. But praise the Lord for technology. It can go online and they can download it if they're not too busy. You see, sometimes we just let ourselves get too busy and we miss Emmanuel. God with us. He's with you. He's with us right now. He'll be with you when you walk out the door. He was with her when she had that accident. He was with the grandchildren. He's with you, no matter what the dilemma is, no matter what the situation is. But he was specific with me. Um, Many of you know that I had a pretty hellacious childhood. I don't have any Christmas memories of, so to speak, in my own household that make me remember and nostalgic, if you will. But when I grew up and I started building a life when I met Lonnie, I made a decision 
to do something about it. I could still lament, but we just had a brand new baby that first year we were married. I wanted her to have everything I'd hoped and dreamed of. Amen? If you have children, you know what I'm talking about. And I began a life of trying to bring joy to Christmas and do whatever I could. Let me tell you, even because I'm so old, I've had lots of experience at Christmas. And even after setting my heart on something like that, to enthusiastically embrace it and rejoice in the birth of Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, there have been Christmases since that time, so long ago, where my heart was breaking, where things were not well with my soul. But I kept putting on the face of faith, at least, and I would do my tearful crying in the darkness. I'd like to read you a scripture today. It's from Isaiah chapter 9. Though the people who walk in darkness, they shall see a great light. Those who live in a dark land, the Lord will light and will shine upon them. Thou shalt increase their gladness, and they shall be glad in your presence. So that's our beginning scripture today. God wants to shine his light on this subject. And he wants you to walk out that door changed and with hope deep in your soul. Now, this is what he said to me. This is what the Holy Spirit said. He just, I was, um, I really set my heart on it. I love Christmas. I love outreach. I love touching people's lives everywhere you go. It's really, as the song goes, the it's the most wonderful time of the year. Because lands all around the world, all around planet Earth, nations, there are a remnant that are celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ at this time and everything that that stands for. And even though those, those Christians, some are persecuted, even some, we just heard recent reports that some died being martyred recently, but their families are still rejoicing. Because the light has come to pierce the darkness. And they've embraced the light. And they know that even though their loved one was martyred, they're with Jesus right now. And it's worth it to them. So I've been off doing my thing and enjoying it. And I felt, and I truly do feel happy. But sometimes things or people can meddle with your happiness. It really isn't about you having to feel bad. And I was thinking about it, and I wanted so much to share my happiness with people and loved ones, but not everybody's in the mood for that. Did you find that? (laughs) Not everybody's ready. And this is what the Lord told me. I told him, I said, Lord, my heart is feeling disappointed. 
I'm disappointed. And he said, disappointment causes darkness. And he pierced my soul when he said those words. He said, disappointment causes darkness. It's the beginning of putting out a light. It's the beginning of put a, putting something over the light that shines. I'm going along shining brightly. Let this little light of mine. You know, that's my theory. I'm going to let it shine. And then disappointment starts to creep in. And my light starts to go out. Disappointment causes darkness. I said, oh my, I've never thought of it like that, Lord. And he said, my people are burdened with it. And they do not know it. And I said, okay. And he says, it goes deep. There are layers of it that have grown and they've lived with it. They don't even recognize it as disappointment. They recognize it as a feeling bah humbug. They recognize it as just this, I'm not in a good mood today. Nothing really happened to me, but I'm not feeling all Christmassy. You see? It's disappointment. So I began to let him ponder that. And again, he wants to shine his light on this in your life. Because I said, are any of us not walking with it? And he said, no. And I believe him. So you can't say that you're immune or you don't have it. But you can get deliverance today. Because he's come to deliver us and heal us of it. We need to be healed. Because it can be almost like a sickness or an illness of the mind. And it affects how we think. Um, let me see. I've got to go back here and get to the right page. I really uh, was not going to bring this word. I woke up at 5 o'clock, and, I, and the Lord wanted me to go talk to me more about it. Lonnie was supposed to bring the word today. And he says, no, I really feel you're supposed to bring this today. And I said, okay. So um, I want to just give you a definition. I looked it up this morning. Three words, disappoint. Disappointed and disappointment. The first one is the act of disappointment. Uh, the act of disappoint. It means to fail to gratify or fulfill the hope of someone. To frustrate a plan or purpose. Now you can be walking around and being the little girl, shiny, bright, happy, and somebody's going to come along, or the, or the guy, or whatever it is that you do when you're happy, coming along, and someone is going to come along and do the act of disappointment. They're going to fail to gratify you. They're going to <coughs> fail to fulfill your hope even to share happiness with them. And when they do that, it's going to frustrate your plan and your purpose for the day. 
I'm going slowly because I want you just, just to sink in. Then there's to be disappointed. And you become frustrated. You become baffled because you're so happy. And why can't they get on board with this train? Come on. What's the problem here? I haven't done anything to you. Why aren't you jumping on the happy train with me? The we wish you a Merry Christmas train. And we become baffled. What's the I don't even get it. You know, I don't get this. Why are they acting like this? And you become unhappy because of unfulfilled hopes or what you your plans were that day. And then you start getting disappointed. And your light starts to go out. And the last definition is the full word of being in the state of disappointment. The definition is defeat. Failure of expectations. It leads to a state of depression caused by failing or failure for everything you were hoping for, for the things you wanted. You earnestly, and they were good things. You were were soaking in disappointment that which causes failure to our hopes and our expectations. Do you see how it works? Thank you, Lord, that you're going to get, you're going to heal us of this today. You see, as I said before, the most wonderful time of the year. Christmas is that wonderful time of the year, the season of joy. But it has a history. These are quotes from the Holy Spirit. He said, it has a history. I want to write this down. A history. Christmas has a history of bearing the ripe fruit of disappointment. That could have been when you were a child. I don't know. But it's laden with disappointment. I just heard someone say that the little gal got a stocking, and it was like, ditch the coloring book. Whoop, colors, not for me. Candy, yeah, that's my cup of tea. We all have our own taste and our desires. But did anybody around here, do we have any children? Great, I can be frank. Before you knew there really wasn't a Santa, was anybody ever disappointed on why you didn't get that present you really wanted. Of course there was. We had our little disappointments. What about the gift that you really worked hard to make or give to someone? And you knew darn good and well they really didn't like it. Disappointing, isn't it? Disappointing. And it crushes your heart. It hurts. It hurts. And then we grow up and we go, oh, we're bigger than this. It's ridiculous. It's whatever. Right? That's today's word to that feeling. Whatever. 
just do it again next year, try harder next time, whatever. But you see, we just bury the disappointment and the hurts and the little feelings. And then we get to this most wonderful time of year, and somebody's going to be around to touch those buttons. It's easier. We're more sensitive. I don't know why. He's so close to us. These are cycles. The Holy Spirit said we need healing, and we're getting it today. I'm so excited. I've, I've, I got healing as he's been sharing this with me uh, because uh, sometimes you can get to the point where you just close up your heart, and then it's not whatever. It's, uh, pardon my French, That wasn't what I was thinking. I don't even have to say it. You guys know exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Miss Innocent back there. Anyway, I'll tell you after church. Okay. But uh, we're just done with it. You know, whatever your whatever phrase you use for I'm done with this. <laughs> you know, and whatever that is to you. What? Yeah, well, that's whatever. My next one is takes it a foot further. So... I'll be dipped. Okay, well, whatever it is, whatever is your cup of tea. I love this. I love that the body of Christ is diversity and where every one of us is an individual and uniquely made and wonderfully made. But we've taken the time because he says they must identify this in their life. When you go to the doctor and you don't know what's wrong with you, you're looking for an answer, right? Well, God's telling you there's something wrong. I'm here with the answer, and I'm identifying this in your life. Some of it is festering in some people. He showed me to the degrees that it can live and and react. And it comes up all different times of the year. It's not just at Christmas, but it's very identifiable at Christmas. And everybody's shaking their head, yes. We can identify it because the first thing that starts happening is these feelings of darkness and disappointment and hurt and upset because we've had plans for our lives. We had plans and we had expectations. Some of us are sitting here, I didn't expect to be alone. Some of us are here, I I didn't expect to be in this place in my life. I had other great plans. They failed to come to pass. I'm disappointed. It's okay to assess that, but then we have to move on. And we have to lay hold of the light who's there and our ever-present help. Jesus Christ, our Savior, he can save you from those feelings. So you see, we first start to identify it. They are feelings, and they are attitudes, and they are depression. And so other things that bug you, you kind of overlook it during the year, they become, you just don't become as tolerant as you normally were. It affects you that way. It affects you that way. So the Holy Spirit is coming to you today, and he's going to be coming to you in the days after this word to share insights with you about you. 
I can't give enough analogies or share my own testimony enough and touch everything that's happening with each one of you in this room. But will you let him come and just talk to you? He showed me so many things. He took me through so many years. He took me through so many layers of hurt and disappointment. And I was able to just give it to him. And he put light on it. Because we like to hide those things. We don't want to look at that very long. But even when we put him away, we walk away with those feelings if we don't let him heal us right then and there. And with it comes, he said, so he might show you specifics of past events that made inroads to your heart and your mind. Because if you start dwelling on this, you can go deep into depression. And, and he wants to show you things of your current thinking processes that leads to failing, to fulfill someone else's hope or frustrate someone else. So you know you, you are not only the victim. Because once you get into disappointment, let me tell you, you will be sure to find someone you can disappoint. This is how this thing works. It's like a cycle. Are you hearing me? I've now, up to this point, talked about you being the victim of disappointment. But if you don't let God heal you of disappointment and set you free from it, every time it crops up its head, you will be the one to walk along and try to put the light out of somebody else's happy party. Because you'll just be like, I'm not giving in. Go have your happy party somewhere else. I'm not going to share that with you today. And you will wind up hurting someone. That's how the cycle of this works. I was so upset because, you see, I'd gone to him in the first place because my heart was hurt. And then he started showing me, of all things, how I'd hurt other people. And I was suffering from my own disappointment. That's when I'm just sharing with you, he's going to come and talk to you. He didn't come to condemn me. He came to show me how this thing works. And we don't want to bring failure and hurt someone or disappoint them, do we? We do it, we unintentionally, but sometimes we intentionally do it because of our attitudes and our unwillingness to let God Take it from us. So, as I said earlier, these are the cycles. So, number one, you can wake up one day um, determined to execute your hopes and your dreams and your plans. Number two, something's going to come along to happen to frustrate your hopes and plans. You struggle to maintain your plan and your hope. You struggle. You you keep at it. You keep working at it. But three, you wind up suffering defeat and failure of your expectations. You feel humiliated. You feel frustrated. You even suffer discomposure. Like you start to get edgy. You start to growl. Mm. Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. You know, I mean, you really start getting the attitudes. 
as it starts to seep in and you realize your plan and your hope is not happening today because we just don't have any willing participants. Here we go again is number four. Here we go again. Here we go again. Oh, here we go again. This is so much fun. This is what I had planned for the day. What's with this guy? What's with her? I came home in a great mood. She's got a problem. Tell me she's got all this stuff in her mind. She's going crazy. I tried to humor her. I tried to come up and give her a kiss. She elbowed me in the ribs. She's in no mood for this. <laughs> Here we go again. Uh, the Holy Spirit's now showing me your mail. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I really am not here to, to sneak up on you. But this is what had happened. You didn't have to confirm that. Okay. Uh, anyway, here we go again. Then our thinking, the minute we start to think here we go again, it's a sign and a symbol to you to know that disappointment is creeping at the door of your heart and is about to take you captive. Because if you don't nail it at that point, You become the victim of it. Your thinking starts to become negative right then. When you get to that point, and it starts affecting just about everything, and we're angry elves. How many have seen the movie Elf? And the guy, and he's, you know, and he's upset, and don't call me an elf. And he goes, you're angry elves. And you become angry elves at Christmas, and we become angry elves. Even when we try to hide it, and we do, Mm -hmm. I will be kind to you. Now you know you've got me mad, but I'm really not going to give in now because you were a spoiler, and we try to hide it. Number five, we become someone who, this is what we start to do. We then, the cycle is complete, and we will find someone to share our disappointment with and our attitudes. We will become someone who disappoints and frustrates others with our attitudes and actions of disappointment. But we don't have to now because God wants to heal us of disappointment right now, today. Is that the good news? That's the good news I'm bringing you. This message isn't long, and it's not complicated. He's already got your attention. I would like to read to you another scripture. There aren't a lot of scriptures in your Bible that even contain the word disappointment. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 6 says, He who believes in him shall not be disappointed. Sounds beautiful and poetic. But if I'm really an angry elf at that time, it's not it's going to make me mad. It's like, don't, tell, don't push the word down my throat. But if you will take the time to lay hold of that scripture, those who believe in him shall not be disappointed. 
I hope you will remember that. I hope that scripture will wrap itself around your little heart so he can turn it into a big heart like his. And he can start dissecting. And he can start getting rid of this stuff that has so many layers in our subconscious we don't even realize it because we haven't really called it disappointment. We just felt like it's, I don't know, I'm not in a good mood today. But it's really that thing trying to bubble up and destroy our life and our light. We have so much. And we'll lay hold and we'll run to him and we'll just say, I'm miserable, I'm angry, I'm mad. Why does this all? You just talk to God. You don't have to be holier than thou. You just go to him like a real, like how you, with your raw emotions and your anger and your upsets and stomping and I'm sick of it and I'm tired of it. I work this hard and you don't even care. Sick of it. Fed up. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you and expressing this easily because it's familiar. And some of you may not even speak it out loud, but you're speaking it in your soul. And we are spirit beings. We are made of flesh and bone. We have a body. We have a soul that is our emotions. We have a spirit. And have you ever just sat next to somebody and never had a word said and you start kind of picking up like something's wrong with this person sitting next to me? They haven't said a word. They haven't even executed body language. But like you're tuning in. You see, you are like a sponge. You pick up on things. You also emit things. You're like a little transmitter. And even though you're trying to hide all this stuff and all that pain and all the issues, you're transmitting it. You're transmitting it, and you don't even know it. You see, the Word of God says that we're carriers of His light. We're the carriers of His glory. But when we allow ourselves to carry this kind of crapola around, we start carrying that. You hear? And we're dishing that out. We're giving little portions of that instead of what he wants because it's the opposite of love. Amen. I don't want to give people disappointment. Hey, I don't like the taste of it. I don't have an appetite for it. It's not something I'm looking forward to. Come on. It's not like, uh, hey, where are we going for dinner? Oh, let's go over to that place. They're serving up disappointment tonight. Yeah, they're grilling it. They're barbecuing it. They've got a, they've got a disappointment stew. Oh, we could have everything. This is that sound bubbly. No, you're not thinking about getting a portion of disappointment. So you don't want to give that. I want to go to the delicacy table. It's got the love of God on it. Whew. That's the dessert. The delicacy table. Psalm 22, 4 and 5. In thee our fathers trusted. God, I'm saying it to you. In you, my 
forefathers trusted. I had to. It seemed disappointment. But they went beyond it. By your grace and by your mercy. And you released it upon them. And our fathers trusted in you. They trusted and you did deliver them. You did. You delivered them. Father, I put my trust in you. I've trusted you since I've known you, since I was a kid, before I really knew you, which I didn't understand, but I knew there was this connection with you, and I trusted you no matter how bad it got, and there were those times you know how bad it got. But you got me through because I put my trust in you. There was nothing else to do. There was nowhere else to go. I tried everything. I tried everything. I read every book. And you delivered me. And I know you can deliver me of this. In the depths of my heart, in the depths of my soul, every darkness in my spirit, you can deliver me from the, from the years of disappointment for the, for the crushing things that happened to my little girl heart. You can deliver me from the disappointment of not having a dad like other people had dads. You can deliver me because I trusted in you and I cried out to you and you delivered me. To thee they cried out and were delivered. In thee they trusted. And they were not disappointed. It starts there. Lay hold of that truth. No matter how I was crushed, ever. And I'm sure... I will face it again because disappointment is out there. And the carriers of disappointment. But if I lay hold and if we can as a people lay hold of this truth, I will trust in you I thank you for shedding light on this, Father. I thank you for showing me that I've even been the one to disappoint someone. And I ask you for forgiveness for for myself. If we can do that today. And then if we can take the next step of love. Because once you've received and given you received the forgiveness for yourself. You got forgiveness, and you've got something to give to those who've disappointed you. Forgive them. Cut the ties to disappointment. As long as you're still thinking about that, you see, you've got a soul tie to disappointment. You've got a soul tie to a bad feeling. You've got a soul tie. It's like a cord, an invisible cord that you can't see. 
it's like lead. It's bringing you down. Only this goes through the crust of the earth and it takes you down into a spiritual place of darkness and hell. The Bible talks about heaven and the Bible talks about hell. And sometimes it's described as the outer darkness. Disappointment will lead you there. Sever the tie through forgiveness. Let it go. As Elsa and Anna would sing, let it go. Um, Let it go. 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 Cry out to him. Say, deliver me from the depths and the layers of disappointment. That I can be a light bearer. That I can truly quote Isaiah Knight. And the world was in darkness. And the people were suffering in that darkness. They were stumbling around in that darkness. They were miserable. They had no hope. Their, cru- their hearts were crushed. God sent Jesus. And there came and shined a great light in the midst of their darkness, and he delivered them and set them free, as he has done for you and me. How many want this today? How many want this? So my heart to you, my heart to you, let's just stand, let's just... Let's just come up here. I'm coming to the end of the word. I'm just going to pray. Just come up. Let's come up together. Look, we're in this together. We're family. We're kids. I've lived with some of you. I know your disappointments. I know the heartache you've been through. I know what some of you might be feeling. But I'm telling you, when God touched my heart, this word from heaven and from the Holy Spirit set me free. Because he says, My people perish for lack of knowledge. See, we're going around, we don't even know what's hit us. We're going around feeling miserable and everybody else thinking, everybody else in the world is happy at this time of year, but really me, I'm not. So no matter what our circumstance, no matter how bad it is, if we lay hold of him and we let him shine that light on, you've got the best friends got the lover of your soul, someone who will never disappoint you, someone who will, who will stick with you, no matter how ugly you get, no matter what you have done. Is that amazing? There's only, there's only one thing you can do that, you, that the Word of God says that you can't receive forgiveness for. Don't, don't, I, I don't want anybody pulsating this. I'm feeling it. Oh, you don't know. You know my history. God can't forgive me. I'm wicked, oh, wicked, oh, wicked. The only sin that is unforgivable is blaspheming the Holy Spirit and saying that he doesn't exist and you don't want him around. Oh, don't, because he's here with us today. That's the only thing you wouldn't be forgiven for. No matter what else you ever have done, no matter what else you could do, other than that, his forgiveness is here for us. We need to come today like little children. And I want to get this disappointment off me. Come on up, Brian. You're my brother. We got disappointment. Just we're laying it out here. Let's just like put it right. Let's throw it down <laughs> right now today. We just throw that down right now. 
I don't want it anymore. I don't want it living in me. I don't want it in my mind. I don't want it in my thinking. I don't want it in my feelings. In my, I, 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 I want to be separated from it. I want to be separated from all of the past of it. People. People disappoint. But I want to let it go. I want to receive, receive forgiveness for when I hurt people. Intentionally. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes I have intentionally hurt my husband just out of my mean heart when he's really gotten to me and he knows I'm fed up. You know what I'm saying? Of course, you guys don't know what it's, you guys aren't mean like that. But a lot of the time, most of the time, you hurt people and you really didn't even know you were doing it. You didn't even know because you were so wrapped up in your own misery didn't even know you were hurting each other. we got a chance for a fresh start here. And Christmas isn't here yet. We can go out and be crazy people with, with those burdens off of us set free. Father, you told me that you were going to heal us today. What a privilege this is. What a privilege this is. What an awesome thing that you could come and you still heal us today. Father, I ask you, I ask you to to heal them of every wound of disappointment. As a victim, Father, I ask you to forgive them. And they're asking, we're all crying out right now for forgiveness. Forgive us for what we've inflicted. Give us the things we don't even remember that we've done, Lord. From the day one, from the time we were born, God, just forgive us, Father. We're coming to you as your children today. This is, this is a gift that you want to give, and we're here to receive it. We're going to open it up. We're going to wear it. We're going to be clothed in your light today. We're going to be clothed in your gift of light and enlightenment today and we receive your forgiveness and we thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ that washes us whiter than snow whiter than snow the ruby red blood of Jesus Christ the most precious commodity in the universe only a few quarts of it existed yet you've covered us all and washed us receive your forgiveness. Flood us with it, God. Flood our minds. Cleanse our minds. Wash our minds white as snow. Oh, let the light come. And We ask you to be with us in the days to come forward, going forward, Lord. Let us identify this thing whenever it starts trying to creep up. And let us crush it under our feet. Let us run to you. And don't let this thing infect us again. Father, this for some of us might be really hard. I know the faces or the situations or the things that have happened that have hurt us and brought us to depths of despair. 
Father, by your grace, by my will, and my desire to obey you, if for no other reason but to do the right thing that you've said is right. God, I set my heart, and I know that these gathered with me set their hearts to forgive those faces. We ask you to sever the tie now through forgiveness. Sever the ties to all of that, God. We let it go. We let it go, Father. And now, Father, we receive your gift of healing to the depths of our mind, to our soul, to our bodies. This thing even makes us sick, Lord. Hope deferred maketh the heart sick. Oh, God. And now we are released and we're healed and we receive your light. Receive healing on every level. Father, I pray that your wisdom would be with them and that you would speak to them. And for those who, who aren't sure if they hear your voice, Father, that your voice would be made clear when they're talking to you. Send them dreams, God. Put angels in their paths. Oh, God, heal them and make them whole. Just like you told me you would, Lord. Seal it to them and let them go forth today, praising you and glorifying you like the shepherds did. Because their testimony was, this is what the Lord told us was going to happen, and it did. May we embrace that today. This is what you told us would happen today, and it did. Feel it to our hearts, to every heart here. In your name. like we need to do some massive mash pit mass hug, a group hug, something like that. We need someone to take a big video of it. Let's hug. Even the huggers that don't want to hug, just close your eyes. It's really good for you. Let's do it. They're free. Come on. Let's all get together. Come on, Kyle. Get up here. Everybody, everybody come up close. One big, everybody together, not separately. Everybody together, get up here in a mash pit group hug. Amen. We hug, Lord, and we love because you love. And we thank you, Father. Thank you for hugs. They're free. They're free. We bless each other. We bless you. I bless you. And that's my bud over there. I drew you in in the spirit, Mr. Brian, but I'm coming for a big one. Praise the Lord. Blessed be the word of the Lord. Let's give the Lord a hand. 
He's so good. He knows what we need, doesn't he? Does anybody feel better? I want to dance one of those little Irish jigs. You know, the doodly doodly do. She's got it. Look at her. And she's so light on her feet. I love that. I bless you all. We seal this word to you. We say go forth. Church is over. Love each other. If you need extra prayer, we're up here to pray with you after service. If you need more prayer, we love you and we adore him. In Jesus' name, amen.